Good morning, brothers and sisters, warrior friends. This is Jeff Stevens. It's Saturday morning and the rain is pounding off the roof and the news is just full of updated uh, numbers for people who have uh, died from the coronavirus or have contracted the coronavirus and where it's getting worse and where it appears that maybe there's recovery involved and the whole world is going through this thing together and uh, admittedly it's it's a little scary and uh, this morning as I was uh, doing my morning reading I just got to thinking about uh, what what other times did we see where people were asked to quarantine themselves uh, in the Bible and uh, you know I was drawn to Leviticus and there's a couple of spots in Leviticus where people were drawn to quarantine each other slightly different than what we're going through now but there are some similarities and uh, of course as we look at quarantines here and we look at this term that is new for us this social distancing we you know we're looking at churches who are trying to make decisions whether or not they should stay open and uh, whether or not it's healthy for people to be around each other. And as you compare it to uh, Leviticus, it's pretty interesting. Uh, there's a couple of big ones in Leviticus, and one is due to leprosy, which is something that obviously most of us don't get to see, especially in current times. But uh, for the leper, this would have been awful in uh, Levitical times, you know, and the book of Leviticus is is pretty clear what they did, and it just seemed brutal. Where, you know, a uh, a leper was, uh, you know, ritually cleansed, and their clothes ripped, and their head shaved, and they were basically sent outside of the group of um, the nation of Israel, so that they wouldn't get anybody else sick. They were ritually unclean. And, uh, of course, there's a, uh, a ritual to bring them back in should they become clean and they're no longer um, sick. Um, but the one in Leviticus that I was kind of drawn to that I, I thought was pretty neat to read over was for women. Uh, women who were uh, had recently had a child. There's actually a period of time where they were to uh, quarantine themselves or set themselves aside and there's different time periods for whether or not they had a boy or they had a, a girl. And uh, I was wondering, like, why? why? Like, what is the uh, religious ramification? Why would the Levitical priest want women to set themselves aside? And the text is, is kind of unclear unless you're a real Jewish scholar and understand the text, it can be really difficult to understand why uh, either God or the Levitical priests and their responsibility would want women to set themselves aside. And, you know, in Leviticus 12, it says a woman, if she conceives a child and it's a son, she'll essentially be unclean, is the word in English, for seven days, um, just as she's having her menstruation on the eighth day, that boy is circumcised, and then, uh, and then for a girl, it's fourteen days or two weeks, um, and there's some debate as to why longer for a young lady uh, being born or a baby girl being born. But uh, it would seem that because the baby girl comes from the mother, that the menstrual period possibility of a 
young girl at some point. They doubled that time. Um, but I, as I got reading into this thing, I, I was reading from um, a guy named John Hartley who does a commentary on this. And this is one of the things that he said about it. And I'm going to quote him here. And it says, in giving birth, the woman challenges the penalty of death on mankind for sinning against God in the Garden of Eden. For each birth ensures the continuation of the race. Symbolically, each birth strikes a blow on the head of the paradisiacal serpent, the champion of death. Giving birth was a momentous act of victory, but the regulations of ritual purity did not allow a new mother to exalt herself as divine in her great accomplishment. And I just think this is really worded well, because what it is, is God has given a woman such an amazing responsibility to create new life. And then in this situation, all he's saying is, now humble yourself, you're not divine. You're not God, but you do have this ability to create new life and you are perpetuating the human race and you are creating new people, new believers, new people to fellowship with. And it really is just, it is such a miracle every time a baby is born. But in this time, the woman would set herself aside when she was done with her, uh, like I said, it's uh, in doing the finger quotes, unclean period. It was really just a period of time where she stayed separated from everybody as a time of humbling. Now, when this time was over, there was a time where there was a sacrifice that was given to God afterwards. And the sacrifice, just like it follows Levitical law, would be an unspotted lamb. Or if the woman couldn't afford it, it would be two doves. And of course, under the Old Covenant, this sacrifice was an atonement for sin, and we don't have to do that under the New Covenant because our atonement is Jesus Christ. But I think it's beautiful that in the Levitical Law, it uses this, and we're able to look back on it and see that in the midst of things that are, whether it be sickness or death or miracles or childbirth or healing, it always comes back to the sacrifice. And in the case of the Levitical law, when it was over, they gave a sacrifice to atone. Now for us who live under the new covenant, in the midst of all of those things, it's always about going back to Christ, right? So no matter what's going on in our lives, we take all of the hurt, all of the pain, all the sickness, or all the happiness, all the joy, all the peace, and things like childbirth, which are a miracle, and we bring them right back around to Christ. So in the midst of all of us trying really hard to stay away from each other so we don't get each other sick, I would stay, say this, be prudent. Um, you know, it's a time where we can unfortunately get our friends and neighbors, even our fr church friends and neighbors sick accidentally. Um, so just be very prudent. Remember that you can worship without going to church. You can worship by dropping um, paper products off at your elderly neighbor's house or maybe some, some food. And those are, those are things that we do as acts of service and acts of worship. So uh, be a good follower of Christ. Uh, stay in prayer and always bring it back around to him. God bless you. Have a great weekend.